I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Spinda. Giant pandas, a species of herbivorous bears unique to the mountains of China, are adorable animals, no doubt about that. I'm on the record many times over saying that bears are my favourite animals, and while pandas are dopey and kind of useless, that only makes them more adorable. Bear populations all over the world have been harmed by human interaction, but in the case of pandas they have been pushed into a truly vulnerable position, only kept alive by deliberate conservation efforts. The red panda is superficially similar to the giant panda, with its little face and similar spot-like markings. That being said, it's actually most closely related to animals like raccoons, and is somewhat less reliant on human assistance to stay alive. Spinda is our first panda Pokemon. It stands on two legs and has a teddy bear-like appearance, akin to a giant panda, though its size and coloration are more reminiscent of the red panda. It has swirly eyes and stumbles around in a dizzy, drunken state. This is similar to the goofy reputation pandas have developed, from observing their behaviour in captivity in particular. Pandas lounge around, fall over one another, climb trees and drop down again, all without a care in the world. Pokemon Ruby says, The shaky, tottering steps of this Pokemon give it the appearance of dancing. And Pokemon Sapphire tells us, This Pokemon moves in a curious manner, as if it is stumbling in dizziness. Its lurching movements can cause the opponent to become confused. These features were reflected in what was initially Spinda's signature move, Tita Dance, which could confuse all the Pokemon adjacent to it. Useful when used smartly in a double battle, Generation 3's Bigner Edition. It also had appropriate abilities, own tempo, which meant it couldn't be confused by those things which would confuse other Pokemon, or tangled feet, which meant if it did become confused, accuracy against it would be reduced. Spinder is erratic enough, confuse it anymore and how could you possibly hit it? Spinder's animations and appearance in the anime all support this goofy comedy slapstick persona. The name Spinder combines spin and panda, while the Japanese name is Pachil, combining the patches on its fur and the way it is always reeling. Now, what's really interesting about Spinder to players who took the slogan Gotta Catch Em All to Heart is the multitude of unique patterns the spots on its face can have. Pokemon Ruby tells us, All the Spinder that exist in the world are said to have utterly unique spot patterns. And Pokemon Sapphire tells us, No two Spinder are said to have identical spot patterns on their hides. Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver even tell us, The chances of two Spinder having identical spot patterns is less than 1 in 4 billion. That number, 4 billion, seems awfully specific, doesn't it? Right, I'm very sorry, but I'm going to have to talk about something disgusting. If children are listening, maybe cover their ears as I say this dirty word. Maths. Nobody wants to think about it, but unfortunately, it's a natural part of life. My own mother is a maths teacher. Spinder's spots are determined by its personality value. 
This is a secret number assigned to all Pokemon when the game generates them. It's what determines all the random things like gender, ability, nature, IVs, and whether or not a Pokemon is shiny. As a 32-digit binary code, the personality value has 4,294,967,296 possible variations. In reality though, there aren't quite that many possible Spinder variations. When you take into account the limited number of pixels in Spinder's sprite, and the limited positions the spots can take on that sprite, throw in the spots overlapping or going outside of the sprite itself, and it comes down a little more. Nonetheless, the games can still theoretically produce more than 3 billion different Spinder variations. More than anyone could catch. When Spinder was added to Pokemon Go, the number was a much more manageable 8. That's the kind of number I can do maths with. Like, 8 times 8 is 64. I remember that with this rhyme. I ate an 8 till I was sick on the floor, so 8 eights are 64. Spender is a cute little animal, and the endless designs are fun to look at. As a peek at how games use random number generation to create content, it's a fun little exercise. This is a Pokemon that can unite geeky fans who are obsessed with stats, and casual fans who just like looking at the cute animals. That's pretty good, isn't it? Music for Luclos Pokemon was composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. Writing, editing, and producing is all by me, Luke Summerhays, and costs are covered by my lovely supporters on Patreon. If you like this podcast, please rate and review on whatever podcast app you're listening through, and please tell your Pokemon-loving friends. The podcast can be found on Twitter and Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN, so why not get in touch? The next two monsters are Trapinch and Cacnea, so let me know your thoughts about those or any other monsters. Lastly, as I mentioned, this podcast is supported by Patreon. If you want to listen to episodes early, help keep the show hosted online, and check out the other podcasts me and my pals create, visit patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. And even if you don't feel like doing any of that, thank you so much for listening. I love Spinder. And remember, I love you too.